The views and opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are solely their own. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of the Spooky Family podcast staff or any other contributor to this show. Good evening. From the basement of their haunted mansion, here with a lighter look into the darker side of the world, the Spooky Family! Elliot, Gertie, and Beagle, take it away! <laughs> and good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you may be listening. This is the Spooky Family Podcast. I am Elliot Spooky. Um, Gertie is not going to be with us for the introduction, neither is Beagle. Uh, we're doing a little bit different this afternoon. Um, over the weekend, uh, in our great home state of Kentucky, we experienced a uh, pretty incredible tragedy. Um, what is now being classified as an F4 tornado touched down and actually traveled 200 miles on the ground through the state of Kentucky. Uh, some cities uh, are completely lost. Um, <clears throat> 71 confirmed casualties. Um People still missing in in the number of the dozens. Um, just a catastrophic, catastrophic uh, weekend in Western Kentucky. Now the Spooky Family is we are located in Eastern Kentucky. Um, we did not get anything um, as far as bad weather goes um, from these horrific tornadoes, um, but we do. You know, we we did have loved ones in Western Kentucky, um, and we have friends and family, and you know, you just got to, your your heart goes out to them. They've lost so much. Um, one one block, uh, there are reports of seven children, um, various families who have passed away. Um, it's it's very very um, sobering to see what has happened in this great state that we live. Um, we are a comedy podcast. I mean, we, we do what we can to try to, to make light of a situation. But um, And tonight we, we do have a, a good subject. We have some great guests. Uh, Jack and Jill will be with us to talk about Jack the Ripper. But we didn't think that the intro to the podcast should uh, go into frivolity. Um, we wanted to acknowledge what has happened, and uh, if you are a listener of the show and you want to um, make a difference, try to try to make a difference. Um, there is an official site. It is a Team WKY Relief Fund. KY.gov. I'll say it again: Team WKY Relief Fund. KY.gov. Um, you can go there to learn more about donations or um, whatever you know you you feel led to do. Um, if you if you are a person who believes 
and you know in in a higher power um send send prayers for these people um send thoughts send good vibes send whatever um it's just it's it's a very very sad situation and uh it's something that you know it can happen to any of us uh like i said we're we're just we're we're just a couple hundred miles away from this um my biological brother um the one who uh i talked about a little bit before on uh here to chew bubble gum and earlier episodes uh he lived there and he actually sent us a text saying you know i love you all um we're hiding in the bathroom, you know, we're in the bathtub. And a tornado actually did touch down in his little city that he lived in. However, it was far enough away from his house that the worst thing that happened was uh, he ended up with a trampoline in his yard from a neighbor. Um, but there are others who were not nearly as lucky. And uh, the Spooky family's prayers and our thoughts go out to them. And if you are a listener and you want to do anything to help... Um, please visit teamwkyreliefund.ky.gov. Um, again, sorry for the somber opening, but uh, we really we really didn't feel like joking around at this point. Uh, we, we, have, we have a interview taped with Jack and Jill uh, where we talk about Jack the Ripper. Beagle was not able to be with us, so it's just me and Gertie. Um, it's a, it's a pretty good interview. Jack and Jill do an excellent job. They're always great to have on. So uh, listen to that. Um, but please know, you know, uh, the Spooky family, our, our hearts and, and our thoughts and our prayers are, are with our brethren and sisters out in uh, western Kentucky and the other states where the tornado hit. Uh, like I said, 71 confirmed casualties. Uh, dozens still missing, uh, towns obliterated. Um, but in other states, there were other casualties. Uh, I think there was 14 in Arkansas. Uh, so just a, just a horrible situation. Uh, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Um, but let's, let's, let's move on. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, uh, like I said, we, we want to, Maybe try to bring a little bit of light and a little bit of peace into your life. So uh, stay tuned, because like I said, Jack and Jill uh, bring a fresh look at Jack the Ripper. And uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. 276-299-1681. You can call, text, leave a message. We'll make sure we get back to you. If you want to email me, Elliot at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. We're ready to believe you. Hey guys, the holiday season is upon us, and uh, one of the best ways to celebrate is with pastries. Pastries, that is correct. And Food, baked goods, baked goods, and we know <laughs> a great time with friends. Boo! We know a great place that <laughs> who you has can friends? Go, who has friends? 
we know a great place that you can go that has the best uh, pastries, the best cake, uh, chocolate covered cookies, Oreos, uh, pretzel sticks, uh, hot cocoa bombs. The cake uh, pops will change yeah. your life. Cake pop, yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. But that is Sweet Dough Bakery. You can find them on Sweet Dough Bakery on Facebook. Our buddy Ashton Johnson does an incredible job. Mm-hmm. She makes it uh, how you want it. And trust me when I say it was a life-changing or experience. how you need it. Maybe how you need it. But you can <laughs> find that stuff on Facebook. Just look up Sweet Dough Bakery. Sweet, S-W-E-E-T, Dough, D-O-E, Bakery. And she will hook you up, ladies and gentlemen. back here on the spooky family podcast and you know what we are here with our buddies jack and jill they are located up the hill <laughs> where they have fetched pails of water jack fell jack did fall down no luckily jill jill was there and she didn't break her crown she helped mend his crown okay Absolutely. Yas Queen. Oh, no, that, that would hurt. <laughs> Yas Queen. Oh. But listen, we've been building to this for a while. Jack and Jill are one of our, like, one, are two of our favorite guests. You all are a hive mind. They, they are two of our favorite <laughs> they guests. Are, they are one. They are one. And we've been looking so forward to this. Like, Jack is all about Jack the Ripper, and he is here. If you couldn't t- tell. Yeah. And, well, no, he's actually named after Jack Nicholson. He's a big, um, He's a big Joker <laughs> fan from Batman. I mean, I didn't think that's yeah. cool. He likes all the that's Jacks. True. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. His middle name is Daniels. <laughs> anyway. We have a dog named Jack. He named him after Jack the Ripper. That's true. So, my question is, like, I know where you all live at. Does your dog, like, does it sneak around at night wearing, like, a, <laughs> wearing, yeah, like, yeah. The old like robes and stuff. And, like. You know what's funny is that we have one dog named Jack, and and then I have another one named Todd. Well, we were really on we were really on the on a Ted Bundy kick, so I really wanted to name him Ted Bundy, but I was like, nah, let's just call him Todd. So now I call him Todd Bundy. So we have Jack, Chris, and Todd Bundy. <laughs> That's funny. It's Ted's and brother. And Charlie. Yeah, and Charlie, Charlie Manson. So <laughs> and Charlie, <laughs> Charlie the dog. He's just out. You know, he's just. Like talking to other dogs about how cool and <laughs> things are in the neighborhood. He's like, guys, guys, seriously, seriously. You guys want to steal some dune buggies? <laughs> like we need- listening to Beatles records. Yeah. <laughs> number nine, number nine, <laughs> backwards, like yeah, revolution. Uh, but no, man, listen, we're we're extremely happy you're here and uh, take it away, brother. Tell us about Jack the Ripper and sister and sister. Uh, yeah. Brother and sister, I'm sorry. I mean, they're Hive not mind. brother and sister. They're not. Have mine. Take it away. <laughs> That's weird. I've been, that so, weird. I've been so excited for this. You know, I, I was born for it. So let, let, let's just oh, let's God. dive in. Let's dive into Jack. Um, we can we can talk about Jack the Ripper. You know, all we want to at first, but I really think that you need to uh, get an idea of the setting, right? Right. Uh, so it's, let's, let's, let's it's go prequel back to time. In England. <laughs> Yeah, let's go back to Victorian England, uh, Queen Victoria. You know, I think she had like a 65-year reign, Great Britain. Uh, at that time, Great Britain was at the height of its power. So it was like really uh, Great Britain. 
Yeah, it was yeah. An awesome, Britain. <laughs> you know, there, there's 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 nothing that they couldn't conquer. They they except for the good old USA, of course. But um, well, I mean, even though it's prior to her, but anyway, um, she uh, or you know they had colonies in in Asia and East Asia, and they had colonies in in the Caribbean. You know, so I mean, you know, this Canada. is probably the biggest. Yeah, Canada, Australia. You know, oh, that's, so how you, probably the big, that's how you pronounce that. I'm sorry. Probably the biggest <laughs> in the world, right? Uh, so with all well, their, what was the old saying? The sun never set on the British Empire. That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they controlled they controlled trade across the world. Uh, you know, had all these. I believe you guys. I didn't have much of a history class, but I really believe you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, I don't. Is that a dig? <laughs> Hey, 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 who is that guy? He was not. Who is, he was who not. is the B-word man? Who is that man? Yeah, who is that? Who is that? I'm leaving <laughs> it in. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's okay. So. No, it's okay. I'm, Shoot. I'll fix it, it in took post. It me that long. I'll fix nah, it in post. I do it too all the time. It's fine. <laughs> like, it, gets, it gets bad when uh, Gertie calls me Elliot in public. That's what it gets bad. <laughs> But no, you answer me. It's fine. I do answer, but go ahead. So all the riches in England, you know, you would think that you know, London, uh, more especially with it being the capital, you think it would be the richest capital, the richest city in the world, and to a point it was. You, know, you had all the aristocrats on the east side or uh, the west side and the and the center center of London, but we really want to talk about the east side or the Whitechapel side, right? Right, Jay Z uh, yeah, and yeah. Nas. <laughs> right, uh, and in the and, and in the east side, you had. I mean, it was just really the seedy underbelly of of London. Um, you had uh, a numerous amount of of immigrants, namely Jewish immigrants and Irish immigrants, uh, and you had, I mean, just terrible living conditions, right? Uh, and in those living conditions, you would have uh, these DOS houses as to where, you know, four and five families would live in a, in a one-room building. Uh, if you were lucky to get one of those, and if not, you could just pay, you know, very little to sleep standing straight up with 50 or 60 other people in a, in a one-room building. So, you know, these are, these are terrible amazing. conditions. Yeah. Um, that being said, you know, you had no work. So the women of the Whitechapel District or East London had to start um, becoming ladies of the night if you will like vampires uh, I mean, is that what you mean like like somebody uh, had to I, bring it home you know somebody had to make that money okay you had to improvise <laughs> in the world they claim i mean yeah so, vampires uh, selling themselves vampires. Um, yeah <laughs> selling themselves for very listen, little listen um, to them yeah. ladies of the night <laughs> what sweet music <laughs> they make what beautiful music they make that's terrible. That's a terrible. Joke. This is no longer a family podcast. So. Nope. Uh, anyway, if my children are listening. Uh, your father is a demented man, but Daddy still loves you. Go <laughs> but and you know these ladies would go out and peddle their wares at night, and they would try to don't say you know, that. My goodness. <laughs> and they well, I mean, how would you want me to say it? <laughs> oh, you could have used anything else. <laughs> But they would get enough money to, to try to get their lodging, and a lot of times they would go to the to the gin houses. I mean, gin was cheap in 1888 in Victorian times, so you know instead of having somewhere to sleep, they would be in the bar all night. Uh, and I guess you know if 
depressed as they were, you were trying to just drink your problems away. I don't know. Uh, but that leads us to the to the autumn of terror. Um, there are there are thirteen uh, victims that that can be claimed as Jack the Ripper victims, but we we really want to talk about the canonical five. Uh, fun fact though, the canonical five didn't. I mean, that term did was never even mentioned until the early nineteen hundreds. So you're looking at fifteen to twenty years after the crimes had happened. So uh, you know, yeah, it's it's very the, interesting to me though that. There is so much involved in this case that we still don't know. I mean, it's 2021. Is it? These ha- I think so. <laughs> okay. These happened in the 1800s, and still we, we debate the canonical five, or you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... it's no, Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's why uh, this, mean, this case has lived on in infamy for as long as it has. You know, there's so much we don't know, and there's so much that we could know. And, and you know what? What was the number one, uh, I guess, way to to pass news around? Right, newspapers. And oh. this, and this, and the, and this story was just so widely publicized, not only in England but in the USA. Uh, you can read, you know, articles about it in and from magazines and newspapers from New York. So, uh, you know, it really did spread. But uh, you know, we want to talk about the Ottoman Terror, right? So we need to go into. Uh, Roughly the uh, Friday, August thirty first of August. Okay. Um, this man is coming with facts. He's yeah. spitting oh, fire. Yeah. I, I, Dates. Names. Roads, probably. <laughs> the blood types of the victims, Jack. <laughs> what? Probably. So Friday, August thirty first. Uh, that was the discovery of the first uh, body. Uh, that's Mary Marianne Nichols. Um, Nichols was found on Bucks Row. Um, it was just, you know, another street in, in Whitechapel. Um, she was, was actually, what now? uh, Bucks Row, B-U-C-K-S, Bucks Row. Um, Bucks Row. Uh, little, little, <laughs> a little fun fact about Miss uh, Mary Nichols. She had, uh, she had enough money to, for lodgings for the night. And instead she oh, went to the, yeah, instead she <laughs> went to one of the bars and, got herself some drinks and went back to the lodgings and she was kicked out because she couldn't pay. Never trust a uh, girl. She had Mary. to stand up straight and sleep. Let's not call that lodging. I don't know. I don't blame her at all. Well, I mean, that sounds you'd horrible. have to get blackout drunk to be able to sleep standing up, yeah. leaned up against a wall. Unless you're well, being I, I did not have a choice. Yeah, sure. and, and, and you can look at pictures of like these old lodging houses and, and they have like a rope stretched from one side of the room to the other. And they would just like lean on that rope literally to sleep or they'd hold on to it so they could sleep. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's awful. And you complain uh, but, if you don't have your special pillow. <laughs> So my my question is, do you think maybe Jack the Ripper was providing a service? Like, you know, hey, you can, I, I, you want to go to sleep? I can, I can make that happen. You can get a little extra leg room. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. Okay. Make you famous. I can also put you out of this misery. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, so as far as I'm concerned right now, Jack the Ripper, good guy. Okay. Continue. Yes. Street okay. sweeper. Um, but anyway, uh, he, uh, so back to uh, Marianne Nichols. Uh, so she had made the claim that she was going to get her lodging money, that she had a nice, jolly new bonnet that she was going to wear. And that was the last. I, I mean, that, that's a quote from her. And that's the a last, jolly was, new bonnet. I think they're speaking British, okay. English. <laughs> um, but that was the last time anybody had was she was last seen alive. Um, so let's fast forward just a little bit and around. 
uh, 3.30 a.m. that morning. She was, her body was discovered by two men, Charles Cross and Robert Paul. They were both uh, cartmen. Cart, yeah, they, 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 were, they pushed carts in the, in the city and they delivered stuff. So they had to go to work early. Uh, and they, so and we got an, to bond a. We have early Uber Eats. <laughs> yes. And yeah. We have, uh, I guess, what Marianne's also over there. Also an ambulance. Yeah. Trying also to do the like Amazon a, truck. A, a TikTok <laughs> like video. Like I got my new bonnet. You know, I'm sassy, <laughs> uh, classy, bougie, nasty. Uh, <laughs> jolly. Yeah. <laughs> jolly bonnets. <laughs> jolly bonnets. I mean, I like it. Let's God. go. Why did she think so that that, well, that was like you know? I want to go make. Let's just. I'm. I'm trying to keep this as PG as possible. Well, listen. But I want to attract. I want to attract some more money. Nothing turns Look at me this on bonnet. more than a bonnet. A brand new one too is just amazing. noted. 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 Easter is my favorite <laughs> holiday. <laughs> so you got oh bunnies God. and bonnets. Little God. house on the prairie. Yeah. yeah. So the two men, as they, they come upon Bucks Row, they see a, a just a heap of what they thought of clothes on the street or on the sidewalk. So as the closer they got, now you got to think, the only lighting that they had were, you know, a couple of the gas lamps. So, you know, very minimal uh, vision in the area, I guess. Uh, but anyway, as they got closer, they realized that it was the body of a woman. Uh, and at first they thought she was just passed out drunk uh, until they realized that her skirt was pulled up to her head uh mm. so so they they and they didn't even really see the wounds either they um, probably couldn't even see her bonnet for the skirt <laughs> so they, they <laughs> oh mary ann in, in my head i was thinking about the bonnet girl thing, you and I was, was like, so fresh that it. day jill just takes <laughs> over thank you i'll do it jill so they hardcore go ahead <laughs> so they bent down to try to check her pulse to see if she was breathing and then they realized you know no pulse she was dead but they still hadn't seen the wounds so they decided to pull her skirt down to you know for decency and they were going to try to locate a constable that was on duty um and you know that, that's that was the local police force at the time or i guess still is but anyway and they found they found a constable and told him uh when he came and to check the body out he discovered he shined you know he they packed lanterns so he he shined his lantern and realized that Miss Nichols had a wound so deep on her throat that it nearly cut her head off. Uh, and then he, and then he also, yeah. And then he also looked and discovered a large gash across her abdomen. So those, those, those were her, her wounds. Uh, you know, help was called for, you know, how uh, the constables back then would, would seek help, right? You know how they, how they would do that? Yeah. They would blow a whistle. Whistle. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they would blow a whistle and everybody, you know, would come to help. But anyway, there's and, a lady with no bonnet and she had a beautiful <laughs> one earlier. <laughs> help us. But, I like how optimistic they are. <laughs> her knickers are over her head. Yeah. We don't know her if she has a bonnet or not. Is she cute? We don't know. We can't see the bonnet. <laughs> Could you imagine if they said that though her kappa was detated? Oh, <laughs> that would be great. That would be fantastic. Uh, uh, but uh, but here's what blew my mind, and 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 Elliot, you knew you know where I, my background. Um, so you know, essentially, their any type of crime scene processing was they would come, load the body up in a cart, wheel it off, and they would dump a, a bucket of water on any blood left just to wash the blood away. That right. was it. Yeah, because well, back back in the day, like <laughs> That's uh, all they had. blood, what what was blood? It was just a mess. Yeah. You had to clean off the street. 
you know, to roll your cart through. You know, the only real true form of, of police work was, you know, just catching criminals red-handed or, you know, doing some interviews and some hardcore investigating. That's all they had. They didn't have any fingerprint analysis or DNA analysis or anything like that. Um, but the blood was just a waste of time. And, and and you can read how, how they said, and the reason being for them, you know, just to wash the blood away, they didn't want people gawking on the streets, you know, when, when you know, sunrise and because those streets would be covered with people and they didn't want, you know, to cause a big scene, I guess. Yeah. And also, I'm sorry, Jack, to interrupt you repeatedly, but um, so like now everybody's like, oh, people are so horrible. You see all this stuff posted on Facebook when something sad happens. They were worse back then. Like, oh, yeah. They were insane when something terrible happened. Yeah, like, let me like bring my five-year-old to the gallows hill so we can... Yeah, people would like, come out to watch people you know, go through terrible <laughs> like, things. We like, packed live, a picnic so. lunch. Let's, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, during the Civil War, you know, during the Civil War, some of the first battles, they would you know, bring out picnic lunches and sit on top of hills and watch you know, people from their own neighborhoods I, die. You know. <laughs> well, hey, what about the Romans and then the Colise- and the Colosseum? Yeah, but that was just fun. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Do not underestimate human boredom. Bread and circuses, man. <laughs> exactly. That's all right. you need in life. So that's 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 that's. I mean, essentially, that's the story of, of Marianne Nichols. Um, she did go by the nickname Polly too, so Polly Nichols. Um, but the, yeah, she. Her her backstory is 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 a little tragic. I won't go too deep into that. I mean, but it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy how she ended up in Whitechapel. Actually, um, they yeah, they make they, really good little cheeseburgers at Whitechapel. Oh no, that's White <laughs> Castle. Never mind. My bad. I'm sorry. Continue. How so that's, 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 that's the first victim. That's the first victim that that they claim was Jack the Rippers. So, uh, you want to roll into two? Number yeah, two? yeah. Well, let, let's wow. talk about number one for just a second, real quick. Let's right. let's talk a little bit about it. So, why why do we think that this is the first victim? I mean, is there anything that uh, was there any other deaths in the area at the time? Do you know? Have you know? Have you heard of anything else? Was yeah, yeah. There was another victim named uh, Martha Tabram. Yeah, um, but her her wounds and her injuries were uh, was a little different. Uh, she was actually beat to death with some type of like a pipe or stick or, or something like that. She didn't suffer any type of, of, of slashes or cuts. Right. So, um, but she was also of the same woman as Polly Nichols. So, you know, maybe that could be the first victim of, of Jack. the, Um, The reason I, the reason I ask is, um, leaving someone dead in the street with their head almost cut off seems like, a stretch for your first crime. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, like surely, yeah, surely there had to be something before <laughs> like, that. I drowned some kittens last summer, and then <laughs> now I've cut this yeah. lady's head off. There's yeah. a bit of a. <laughs> it's like, what were you doing yesterday? Oh, I I stole some gum from the local store. What do you want to do today? <laughs> Steal the vault out of Las Vegas's biggest casino. <laughs> you know, you don't. It's kind of weird. Yes, that, uh, I, and speaking of escalation, I mean, all the victims they. They get a lot worse. So, oh yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I mean, but I, it just it just occurred to me that like you don't leave a almost decapitated body in the middle of the streets, um, 
You leave that in the woods. If, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And this is who I live with, ladies and gentlemen. This is who I've chosen to live my life with. Um, but my, my thing is, like, you just, that's not your first crime. Like, you just don't wake up one night and go, you know, I'm going to decapitate this hooker. I mean, lady of the night, I mean, vampire. I mean, I don't know what she was, but you don't just wake up and that's the first thing you do. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you dream about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and another thing I would like to add with Polly, um, well, all the victims, uh, and you can just read that based on eyewitness testimony and, and you know, uh, uh, acquaintances and stuff. Uh, they're all severe, severe, severe alcoholics. So I don't know if that has a part to play in it, too. Uh, but there are a theory, and we'll talk about that when we get back to uh, possible suspects, if you want. Uh, but they think that Jack was interrupted. Uh, Polly Nichols on the first kill. Well, it also makes you think, like, did they delve deep enough into Polly's history? Like, did she make somebody mad? And this was just a one-off thing. Like, she made somebody really ridiculously mad, and they did this to her. And then they just had to kind of, like, kill more people to make it look not so obvious that they were the... I mean, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, that... Like, where do you go from here if you are a... um, what were they called like a constable or a bobby or you know whatever they were called back then yeah what, a bobby yeah that's what the yeah. yeah but what what do you do like where do you go from that point on you know what i mean like is this a one-off or you know i mean it's all weird. circumstantial stuff yeah you, you pray that it stuff. is and then you're just like oh, well. <laughs> unless you're oh, that wait. one cop who's <laughs> like oh no this poor lady tripped and fell and almost cut her own throat off with uh the force <laughs> of her falling <laughs> like, you know Sweep it under the rug. <laughs> Next, and you and you can Nothing see, uh, and you can see, uh, and like there's several resources. I mean, there's a lot of information out on the victims, uh, and, yeah. and it's fascinating to read into. But let's go to uh, yeah, number two, September eighth, eighteen eighty-eight. So what is that? Eight days later, uh, something. Yeah, this is the story of Dark Annie Chapman. Dark Annie was her nickname, Annie Chapman. Um, she was last seen, actually, she was in a physical altercation at a bar <laughs> where her and another, uh, lady of the night were fighting over a soap. True story. Oh, wait, uh, over a what? You cut out there a little bit. Over a what? A bar of soap. Oh. God bless them. Yeah, a bar of soap. Good yeah, uh, God. You, 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 you can read eyewitness testimony about that, and, and I reckon it was a pretty physical altercation like <laughs> knock down drag out in the bar it's like well, breaking uh, bottles and cutting each other well, n- neither <laughs> over us, a neither of us have a good bonnet so we needed every opportunity we could <laughs> get us the soap we need to improve our product here this is the last bar of soap <laughs> lather rinse repeat <laughs> as needed <laughs> So at around 1.45 a.m. that night, uh, she was kicked out of her lodging house due to lack of funds to pay for her stay for the night. Uh, she was found uh, by the landlord eating a potato <laughs> on the steps, and he made oh, her leave. Uh, yeah, and uh, he made her leave. Uh, so that was the last time anybody had seen her alive, or that was the last time I saw her alive. Um, at around 5.30 that morning, uh, another... Lady of the Night saw um, Annie Chapman speaking to a man outside on Hanbury Street. Um, she described him as a um, 
as a as a as a good looking man. That's the best way she could describe him. Um, but I mean, could that have been Jack? Who knows? Uh, and she was found around 6 a.m. Uh, in the backyard of 29 Hanbury Street. Hanbury Street was a was the residence of John Davis. Uh, he the was lead singer of Corn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that lived with his family. Um, he had went outside to. I don't know exactly why, but he went outside in his backyard and he had discovered the body of Annie Chapman. Now, Annie, <laughs> you can see Jack really starting to 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 really indulge in his <laughs> business, I guess. He uh, Annie was savagely eviscerated. Her abdomen was gate open. Uh, her thighs were cut. Uh, some of her organs were removed. Um, so, yeah, he he took his time with her. Yeah, I'm sitting here reading an interview with the guy who found her. Um, apparently, he, he asked, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Oh. And then something <laughs> about you've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth <laughs> criminal. So, Are you the way very, that you are? Very strange. Very strange. Legend says. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a very interesting. Oh, that's, my that's, God. I hope she comes and haunts you tonight. She probably will. Jack, that, that's a very interesting way to <laughs> die oh there, though. So, Do you think? Well, <laughs> were the yeah. organs still there? Right. That's, uh, no, they were removed. They were gone. Right. That and that Those and that's keep that's why I said that's kind of interesting because how do you like somebody is not going to take the time to just remove organs and then be like, well, I got nothing else to do. Take this kidney. Take this. <laughs> like, like there was a plan behind that to me. I need a good uterus on my mantle. That's, that's what would make my home <laughs> complete. Uh, but and this this. this killing was also the first time that the coroner had made the claims that he believed that Jack was a trained professional as far as he could either be like a me- a doctor, medical student or a butcher, something of that nature. Something somebody who who really knows how to use a knife. So never trust think, anyone in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but there is also claims against the person being a medical professional because I guess something was they tried to write something in blood, like the letters they wrote, allegedly that they that came from the killer, and they were they didn't realize that the blood would would clot, and anybody in the medical field would know that. Like it, it doesn't just stay, it's not ink, you know, it's not going to work that way. I thought that so, was interesting. So well, uh, well, let's talk about then we'll talk about the letters because right. they all kind of came in at the same time. Um, yeah, that's 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 the second victim, Annie Chapman. Uh, and ha- have you noticed the the times that all this is occurring? You know, the first killing or the first body was discovered around three thirty four a.m. This she was last seen around the same time. Uh, so it's definitely somebody that operated. You know, who liked to operate. I guess a gentleman of the night. <laughs> yeah. Operate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, operate literally. Vampire. <laughs> Hit the buzzer. <laughs> So, um, water on the knee. <laughs> Nobody else remembers those commercials from oh, Operation. No, I know, I know exactly. Water on the I knee. <laughs> Operation. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And actually, victim three probably had the best witness to Jack the Ripper in the entire case. So let's talk about it. Um, victim three was Elizabeth Stride. 
Elizabeth Stride was a uh, Swedish immigrant. Um, she had actually married and was pretty successful. Her and her husband, they owned like a, a restaurant, a coffee shop. Uh, Uh-oh, did you, you say know, husband? They, yeah, yeah, she was married. Dun, dun, dun. Was married originally uh and now what what happened to end the marriage little is known uh some said that it was infidelity some said that she was just there's a good chance it was infidelity it sounds like in this well no this is before she was a prostitute this was uh yeah but now (laughs) it was over a a fight over a bar of soap (laughs) yeah you You say she was swedish Mm mm-hmm yeah, <laughs> I can see her like arguing with her husband. And her husband's like, "I just need you to love me more." And she's like, "Shvirden, birden, dirden, dirden, birden." Yeah, I'm This woman is dead. I don't know her. I'm- <laughs> They're all dead now. Though. You'll know her tonight <laughs> in your dreams. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> You'll start missing bars of soap, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> They've come for me, bonnets. <laughs> Hide the bonnets, hide the soap. <laughs> hide the meatballs, just in case the Swedish <laughs> one shows up. He's so stupid. So, uh, and, uh, uh, so let's fast forward a little bit. So her and her husband were divorced. Uh, he claims some, uh, as far as the infidelity goes, and that she was a severe alcoholic, yada, yada, yada. Same old song and dance. Uh, so now she's she's living on the streets in Whitechapel. Um she is last seen on September the 31st. Yes, yeah, September, no, yeah, September the 29th, actually. I'm sorry. Uh, and she was, again, another one kicked out of her lodging, couldn't afford to pay for the night. Um, at around 1245 a.m., so now it's going to be September the 30th, um, she was seen being assaulted by a Jewish immigrant named Israel Schwartz. Uh, he saw two men, one, one man attacking her while the other man, uh, watched like he was the lookout. Uh, they see Schwartz mm. and yeah, they see, they see Schwartz and they him off, ran after him. Um, and back then in 1888, England, uh, there was a derogatory term for Jewish immigrants, uh, called, uh, they would just call don't say that. Well, no, they would call them. They would, <laughs> No, it's not, it's not that bad. It's she was not like, no, 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 no. <laughs> She's just waiting. Nope, no, 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 no. No, please don't. <laughs> no, 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 they would just call him Lipskis. Lipskis yeah. was the term that they would use. Yeah. Lipsky. Uh, so they hollered Lipsky at him, and he would like he got scared, took off running. So God bless him. Uh, yeah. And, um, here, and, and here's the thing. Chase. That's what I was going to say. So like he he's probably like you said the best witness to these accounts, but his his. What he saw was probably probably not even given second thought by the the constables because of his nationality. You know what I mean? Because he was Jewish, right? Right. And, 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 That'd be and, ethnicity. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> if he moved there, he was national. Okay, go ahead. At the time that they all, uh, I mean, true British, true British citizens looked down on Jewish immigrants. They they really, I mean. They hated the Jewish immigrant population. Uh, they, they, they claimed that they came in and took all the jobs. And, you know, that sounds so familiar. Yeah. yeah, it really does. Eat uh, the girl yeah, jibs. That's why they all forced them into, into the east side in Whitechapel. So. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, uh, all through history, all through history, the Jewish people have been used as, as scapegoats and, and you know, oh, yeah. just, just 
picked mm-hmm. on and, and downtrodden and, you know, it's kind of sad, but it all goes back to, you know, just... I mean, the Illuminati theory is all based upon Jewish bankers and and all that, and it's just it's just sad. And most of that has been proven, you know, to not be true. The uh, uh, what? Well, <laughs> thank all you of for this has. brave stance that you made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. But uh, the uh, is uh, the elders of Zion. So I was trying to say, is, uh, is the elders of Zion it, uh, is the the book that was supposedly uh, anyway. Bad, it's not true. Uh, not Thanks, Gertie. <laughs> Appreciate it. I love you so much. Oh my gosh. Okay. But. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah. So you had Israel Sw- Schwartz seeing uh, Elizabeth Stride being attacked, but that's not who found the body. So another Jewish immigrant named Louis Deemschutz, uh, he was coming back and he was heading to a bar. Uh, he was on his cart and his pony, and his pony would not go <laughs> into the alleyway. <laughs> How many cartmans are in? <laughs> well, that's what they. Uh, that's what they claimed it was. A, that's what they claimed it was a pony. But anyway, the, the pony kind of started becoming real skittish and scared. So he got down off his car and looked, and he found the body of Elizabeth Stride. A full, we're talking about people who can't afford bars of soap. Like a full-size horse is going to break the bank. So, like, we'll just get the pony. He's going to we'll grow into the horse. That's right. Exactly. Not even a horse-drawn carriage. It is a cart. <laughs> it's a pony-drawn carriage. It's a wheelbarrow. <laughs> that is a dollar store. Come to find out later, it was really a German shepherd. <laughs> it was like... Yeah. <laughs> it's a big dog. Yeah, that was it. And the dog's like, I'm not going any further. No. I'm not paid enough for this. <laughs> um, a fun fact, though, about Elizabeth Stride, she only suffered a cut to the throat, and that was all. Yeah, it's fun. Isn't that fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't it nice of him? Oh, my God. But do you think that's because they were interrupted, or... I do. I yeah. do. I, th- I think... I think uh, I think the horse kind of <laughs> scared uh, Jack off so he couldn't finish his mutilation. <laughs> that whole sentence was great, and I'm going to leave it in there. I think we should. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, but my question is, though, do you think? Okay, so this opens up. This opens up a whole new world because now is Jack the is Ripper? It two men? Is yes? Yeah, yeah. is, is it Jack the Ripper or is it Jack the Ripper and friend? Right. And, and look out. <laughs> or Jill the Ripper. And that makes it even scarier when you think about that because now you're you're looking at coordinated attacks. Not not anything that maybe it's maybe it's planned and I am sure we'll get into that in just a minute. So I, I won't I won't interrupt no more. Go ahead. You so, say that, but actually the night of the double event. Uh so uh, Jack being interrupted, they think it caused him, you know, he still had this great bloodlust so what did he do he went and found another victim uh same night uh and this this would lead into the fourth victim which is Catherine eddowes um eddowes was a uh, another you know very sad story uh she was married and her husband ran her off and she was forced to live on the streets kind of the same old uh the same as the other other victims um but here's interesting fact about Eddowes is that right before she was murdered, she was just released from jail. She was released from jail from a from a public drunk charge. Um, I'd probably rather be in jail. The way the you know regular life sounds horrible, just put me in jail. They probably gave them a map. Can you lay down hay. flat in jail? <laughs> yeah, you have hay a hay hay pile to lay on, maybe. Uh, yeah, and I guess she was in jail long enough to sober up, and little did they know that. 
they released her and she was murdered. Uh, she was found at 1.35 a.m., so roughly just 35 minutes since Stride had, uh, was killed. Um, he was frustrated. Yeah, and, and her did body Did he was take located. it out on her body, I wonder? Was the wounds worse? Really well, that tracks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was found in Miter Square. Miter Square was like a little residential area, but it was very dark. Uh, it, it it's often explained as being one of the darkest <laughs> neighborhoods in East London. So, um, let's talk about Edo's body just a little bit. So she uh, the, he really he really targeted her face. Uh, he cut deep um, uh, V letter V's in, underneath her eyes. He cut off her cheeks. He cut off her eyelids. Uh, he removed her uterus and her left kidney. <laughs> now, this one to me seems a little I forgot, bit more. Uh, trigger warning for <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, we violence. Need to, we need to fix that at uh, the beginning. against um, women. Face cut phobia. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and her, her throat was cut as well, so she yeah. had the same throat cut as everybody else. This one, though, seems to me more like it is a personal kill, if that makes sense. Yeah, if, that's, uh, if there's that bad of a facial attack, then that makes it sound like, I mean, but maybe also he was just, you I, know, frustrated, I, yeah. like I said, he was mad because he didn't get to finish the last girl the way he wanted to, so he's like, yeah, you're in for it, ladies. So there were, and there were two more, two pieces of evidence found at this scene, uh, and it had one is very controversial, uh, if you want me to dive into that real quick. Absolutely. Uh, um, so one piece of evidence that was found was a piece of her, uh, her, uh, she had like an apron on, uh, and it was covered in blood, and it was found near a um, uh, a fountain, a water fountain. So they think that Jack, you know, used that to clean his hands, clean the knife off, and then just dropped it. Uh, but near that was some graffiti on the wall, written in chalk. And that graffiti said, and uh, I'm quoting here, uh, the Jewez oh, are not, listen to me, the Jewez are not the men to be blamed for nothing. Now, Jewez was spelled wrong. Uh, you know, we know them as Jews, it, but it was spelled completely wrong. J-E-W-E-S, uh, correct. That is correct. Yeah. Um, Maybe it the, was spelled different back then? And the police commissioner... Well, there's a theory to that. So. There's a theory behind it, and we'll, we'll dive into that just in a minute. But the police commissioner made a very controversial move. Uh, he had his officers erase that graffiti near, from the crime scene. Controversial or stupid? Well... So his his thing you and, know and in, up for interpretation. Sir Charles Warren. Sir Charles Warren was a decorated uh, war hero. Uh, you know he was top cop of the city. Um, but his reasoning for having the graffiti uh, wiped clean was because he did not want to cause mass hysteria and he did want to cause basically a race war. Yeah, in that's the true. Area. Yeah. yeah, and I mean you've already got two witnesses that are Jewish, so people would automatically start assuming. Well, how did they see this? Why were they there? Why did they happen to be in the vicinity? And now, you know, somebody is saying that they're not to be blamed or, you know, and kind of, it's almost a reverse psychology. Yeah, kind, kind yeah of they're pointing right at them. Yeah. But now, is it is it possible for Jack to have wrote the graffiti on the wall? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely it is. And, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that they found her apron with blood on it. And then that graffiti mm-hmm. was written on the wall. Strange. Mm-hmm. What did so, they write uh, it with? 
Is this chalk. is this the Manson family murders before the Manson family murders? They just nah. had some chalk on hand. No, I meant like well, you know, said, like uh, the Helder Skelter. Yeah, pigs. Oh, yeah, they, they did that. You know, blood. you know what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah they did that in blood, but then also like there's odd misspellings, but that's just because they were a little bit stupid. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but the whole uh, you know reverse psychology. Uh, what's gonna happen mm-hmm. is we're gonna start this race war. Yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, we're gonna kill these uh these people and start a race war. Yeah. And we're gonna go in a mountain uh, and hide, and then we're gonna come out and we're gonna be Jesus. Your dog has been up to a lot of stuff, Jill. That's all I'm saying. Like. <laughs> oh, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's really what inspired Charles Manson. What? That and the Wild Maybe Album, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it's just Maybe. an odd, uh, it's just an odd parallel coincidence kind of thing. But I just wanted uh, to say that. And, sorry. And, and and you know, I know you guys had mentioned the letters to the press and stuff earlier. I, I, you know, yeah. now would be the time to mention them. Uh, the dear so dear that, boss letter and yeah. Well, you had three. Yeah. Had three. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. So there were there were hundreds, if not thousands, of letters sent to the media, and sent to the police, claiming you know to you know to be from the killer and what have you. But they they really focus on three. The first one was the dear boss letter. Now, um, I don't have I don't have it verbatim in front of me, but that was actually the first letter when Jack the Ripper came into play. Um, he signed. He signed off on his letter. Uh, J- uh, yours truly, Jack the Ripper. So I mean, that name just stuck. Uh, now, out of the three letters that I'm talking about, they believe that this one was uh, fake. Was a um, was a, was a fraud. Uh, the second letter is the from hell letter. Uh, that was the address on it from hell, and it was written very. Uh, you can look at it. They still have pictures of it and i believe it is still in the uh, crime museum at scotland yard um and it basically said that uh, this letter was mailed to george lusk george lusk was in charge of the vigilance committee so <clears throat> the citizens of Whitechapel were fed up they, they they thought that the police were dragging their feet in this case so they formed a basically a not a not watch <laughs> a neighborhood watch uh, and George Lusk was the leader of it. Uh, he had received this letter along with a small parcel. Uh, he read the letter, and, and contained in that letter, it said that uh, I had sent you a piece of one of the victim's uh, kidneys. The other part, he had fried it up and ate it, and it was quite nice. <laughs> uh, and then when Mr. Lusk opened the box, and sure enough, there was a piece of a human kidney in there. You know, waste not, what not, you know. It's uh, yeah, and they've done some... They, they done some basic uh, medical testing on it, and they claim that that kidney had uh, showed signs of um, alcoholism in it. Um, so, so it was a pickled kidney. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and and no, then the other sorry. one was, uh, was a postcard, and on that postcard, it it talked about uh, how you know the night of the double event and how he didn't get to finished the first one that's why he had to go hunt the second one so those are the three letters that they think that uh, that that are that could be from from jack you know it's really weird to look at this case and i don't mean to interrupt again but I, and i'm not being um i'm not trying to be jokey with this part but it's really weird to look at this case and see how it's influenced so many other cases or maybe not even influenced but how it's repeated in maybe, so or many maybe just cases. public perception too yeah well i mean in look, general you've got the, just you've got the, the letters but. you know btk son of sam automatically come to mind you have the random zodiac, zodiac, zodiac killer yeah. really 
Um, you've got the random killings. With the pieces of everybody's clothes yep, and stuff yep. included. Yeah. You've got, just like we were talking about, you've got uh, the blaming of a whole ethnic group, uh, just like Manson and, and that group. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, the, you know, uh, Gary Ridgway, uh, the Green River Killer, and, and his uh, affinity for killing prostitutes. And, you know, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's a very... And, and even the fact that this case, in some way or form, has been... Uh, connected throughout history even if it's really dubious connections it's been connected to hh holmes it's been connected to the black dahlia murders it's been connected to you know all these other cases in one way or the other and this is this is the progenitor i mean this is even lizzie borden yeah even lizzie borden in a weird way so you know where they're like is this jack the ripper has he jumped the you know has he jumped the pond and caused havoc in massachusetts so you know this this is an important case and i'm glad you all are talking about it i'm really glad you know you all came to us to talk about it because this to me is the granddaddy you know this is this is the one and uh, it's a very important case not only but not only because of the actions of the murderer uh the 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 victims that he chose, or she, I mean, we don't even know. We're, we're not for sure if it was a man, a woman, maybe both, uh, maybe a whole group. And, and that goes back to even the Son of Sam. You know, there, there's theories out there that he, Berkowitz, didn't act alone and that there was more, you know, Absolutely. people involved. So uh, it, it's just a very, it's a very thought-provoking case. And, and you know, I'm just glad we got to cover it tonight. But go ahead, and I don't want to, let, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about, uh, uh theories and 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 suspects he's not done, he's not done with the um, the, yeah, we got the five. Oh yeah Wait, I, I have to say yeah. my thing jack i, I miscounted oh yeah go ahead um so i know that the concept of it being a female is like oh that's a crazy conspiracy that's yeah i agree it's probably not but in 2006 they did do dna testing on the what little bit of cells human you know cells were left on the uh, letter or the uh, the envelope that it was sent in and they do tie that to a female they say it is possible that it came from a female or it is more likely awesome. now that doesn't mean she did all the killing he could have just got her to like you know whatever right it. but yeah, you know there is, and I mean, even know, if you wanted, even if you wanted to go down that lane, was it maybe a female trying to get rid of the competition? Yeah, and the woman that they say could have oh. done it is uh, what was her name, Mary Pierce? Is that her name? Mary, yeah, Mary. Never Pierce, trust yeah. a person. <laughs> she, named was Mary. Like a, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was mm-hmm. like a, she was like a off the record abortionist, and also terrifying because if you look at a picture of her, she looks scarier than any rendition of jack the ripper i've ever seen like she's horrifying oh my god oh dude i'm gonna so, look at her wait a minute she, she was really angry <laughs> she i could see her doing this kind of thing is, she, <laughs> is she on the eileen warnos uh makeup uh oh my beauty regiment? god she's just she's rough she's a rough old gal i mean <laughs> she lived a hard life she had no bonnet and her jealousy no, drove her to kill <laughs> oh my god I'm trying yeah, to put in so Mary Pierce, Jack the Ripper. To, uh, Mary Piercy, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. A-R-C-O-I. Yeah, Piercy, yeah, Piercy, yeah. Man, it's yeah, a very nice name, So, uh, I guess we want to talk about Jack's uh, Fifth Symphony, I guess. his Yeah. <laughs> the, the highlight of his of his career. His masterpiece. Um, yeah. yeah, his masterpiece. Uh, so, <laughs> victim number five, uh, and last of the canonical five, is Mary Kelly. 
Uh, Mary Kelly was an Irish immigrant. Um, she's often described as very beautiful. Um, uh, but again, how she ended up on the streets of Whitechapel, interesting story. Uh, she is actually one of the victims, one of the only victims that has a, basically a boyfriend named Joseph Barnett. Yeah. She had a current uh, boyfriend? You cut out a yeah. little bit. She had a, a live-in boyfriend named Joseph Barnett. They they actually called him, called him her common law husband. Oh. Um, but the, but the night. Uh, so let's fast forward a little bit to I believe it's November the ninth. Yeah, November ninth. November um, ninth. Her and Joseph got into a very bad. Oh, actually, on November eighth, her and Joseph got into a very bad argument. Um, and he had quote unquote moved out so she was living at 13 miller's court by herself um so on november the night she was seen around 2 a.m by a neighbor talking to a uh a, a male uh he was also described he was described the male was described as ethnic looking as all that the witness would say um but around that morning, uh, I think it was around 7 to 8 a.m. that morning, the landlord came by to collect rent. When he came by to collect well, that's rent, rude. he realized that Seven the door was, in the morning. He realized that the door was locked and he, he, he discovered a broken window beside the door. Now, the door was locked on the outside. Uh, he kind of wrenched through the broken window and moved the curtains and he discovered an absolute massacre. Okay, he immediately ran for and located the police and they came in. They had to break in to the house with a pickaxe um, because it was locked, you know, and then when they went in, they saw a nightmare. Um, they discovered the body of Mary Kelly on the bed in this one room house. Um, she had been completely eviscerated. Uh, there were lumps of flesh on the bedside table. Her heart was removed. Her face was completely now, is gone. she the one that her her bowels were sat at her shoulder? Uh, no, her that was actually that was actually um, Edo's. I forgot to mention that. Oh, okay. uh, no, I just but, always but, remember that part. They missed they like they couldn't find her heart. It was gone completely. Um, her the the thigh her thighs were completely uh, destroyed with bone exposed uh, and. Another fun fact, the only crime scene photo from this whole case is of her body. And you can look at it to this day, uh, even though it's a black and white photo, it is terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, I'd seen it like years ago, I think, before. But... Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you got to think, this is the first time that Jack had opportunity and the time to do what he wanted to. Yeah, because I mean, you you have the um, privacy of a house, mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry about uh, a pony in a cart coming around or or. So it was locked from the outside. Is that what you said? Yep, locked from the outside. Is that a thing they did? They locked people in their homes. Well, I don't know. But see, it, I mean, you know, you would think that it would take a key. Right. Or Lock the way the that outside. the person that broke the glass got in, the police could have got in the same way. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so, but that, you know, that's one thing that they really kind of harped on was that the door was locked from the outside. Well, what about the boyfriend? Did we ever, did, was he interviewed? Was he? Yeah, he was interviewed. Uh, did he feel bad? Oh, yeah. 
He was very, yeah, allegedly, he was very sad. Uh, but here's the interesting thing about Look what Barnett. you did, Ted. You left. Dang. Barnett, Barnett was a fishmonger. A fishmonger? Oh. Don't say that seriously. I mean, what does that mean? That's, that's a basically a butcher of fish. Yeah. yeah. Like he, yeah, that, that's why I was like, whoa. The fishermen bring it in. The fishmonger's like, yes, thanks for the fish. I want to fillet this and yeah. sell it. this up. Yeah. yeah. So, what? Well, so if 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 that's what he does as a as an occupation, what is he good with? Yeah, fillet knife. Uh, and who would be able <laughs> so to, who would be able to lock that door? The but man who he, lives there. He, he had an alibi that checked out. I don't know exactly what the alibi was, but I know the police did focus on him for a while. Couldn't be uh, him. He was fishmongering at the time. But they never did come up with enough to uh, to charge him. Fishmongers gonna monger. Yeah, mongers are gonna monger. That's right. You got you got to be up early in the morning to, to monger. Oh. <laughs> you really do. No joke. That's a, that's an early man's game. Thank God he wasn't a pony monger. That one guy's ride would have been totally oh destroyed. <laughs> and another interesting fact. Um, so in 1888, the police really believed that caught the last image that you saw when you died so they were really trying to focus on photographing her eyes hopefully they could catch a glimpse of the killer wow that's wonderful that's not haunting at all has anybody ever watched the movie uh wild wild west with will smith (laughs) yes they actually they actually do that in that movie they remember they take that head that had been cut off and they film it or put a candle behind the eyes or something yeah yeah, i remember that Yeah. yeah Yeah, that's how they figured out who was doing everything. Yeah, that's weird. What even was that movie? I don't know, man. That was a strange There was a tarantula that attacked a town. I remember and, and that part. Like Mechanical. You, Ulysses S. Grant in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wicked, wicked, wow. Wicked Isn't there wild. a huge Gatling gun, too? Yes, there's everything in the world, isn't there? That's all. I mean, you know. Yeah. Good Lord. That's back when we were... <laughs> that's the last of the victims that's the last of the i mean the canonical five of course there's another three or four victims that could have been jacks but they didn't happen for around a year after the murder stopped so that's why they don't think that it was jack yeah well i mean and there were a ton of copycats too right yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah there always are um so what do you think jack mm-hmm. I, I, there's there's two people that really come to mind for me um the first one is Aaron Kosminski. Uh, Aaron Kosminski was a Polish Jew uh-huh. um, immigrant, uh, and he was often described as insane. Um, <laughs> that and that's by that's by people in the neighborhood and by his own family. Uh, <laughs> I mean, by those standards, he has to be bad. Well, he he claimed to, or, Did he ever fight another man over a bar of soap in the bar? I don't think so. <laughs> Breaking Nobody chairs over everybody's hands. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were claims that he had, that he threatened his sister with a knife, said he would gut her, and all this stuff. Uh, and he I mean, came I from did a, that when I was a kid. Yeah, that's that's what's what's that sounds like a healthy sibling <laughs> Who relationship. Who hasn't done that, though, honestly? <laughs> but, but listen to this, though. They said that he was so insane that he he refused to eat food that people would hand him, afraid it was poison. So he would eat food out of like gutter and the garbage yeah. and stuff. And that goes uh, along with well, the whole Well, Aaron, missing. Newsflash, um, but, baby, they, uh, if you get food out of the gutter, <laughs> it's probably going to be dirty. Something could be wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. But that don't but, know. But there's, really it. <laughs> but there's a really good, solid reason. That's why where the poopy goes, Aaron. Jack, though. Really why, solid reason. why is it? What? 
So I'll go back to Israel Schwartz. You remember the witness? Yes. Yeah. The one that ran um, off after the two guys yeah, chased him. Yeah, yeah. So so apparently the police had brought him in uh, to ID someone. And Schwartz made the claim that he is 100% convinced that who they brought him in to see was Jack the Ripper. But due to him being another Jewish man, he could not condemn him to death. So he refused to testify. Hmm. Is that a rule? I think it's more along the lines of, you know, like, like, like a courtesy kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, that like if you grow up in the city that I live in, it's understood. It's hard to. We, we think the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Crimes I'm happen. You're it. like, yeah. no, I ain't. Snitches get stitches. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so. <laughs> that's sad. But yeah. and, um. and, 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 and another thing, too, that right after that, they, Kosminski was admitted into the insane asylum. Which would uh, which would be a good reason for the crimes to stop at that point. Yep, so, there you yep. go. Where he later, where he spent, where he spent about thirty years in that insane asylum before he finally died. Yeah. Well. Okay. I don't know, so though, I don't see him going from now. I could be smooth and operate and get these women into an alley. And, really and you know what I mean? Was, was, this, he, this, was this, he smooth or was he just know, like my I head. see a lady, I grab a lady, I kill a lady? He's like, <laughs> I showed her a you know a farthing. And she got super excited, and we went. To Your boyfriend's a fish. I monger. promised her a new bonnet. <laughs> you like bonnets? I've got bonnets. Come here, look at my bonnets. But like, how crazy was? I, mean, I like to have like a like a scale of how crazy he is, on a scale of regular Whitechapel, uh, you know, this pedestrian just walking sleep around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, like I sleep. I sleep on a rope. Where you got Aaron, who's in the basement, just like throwing his knife against the wall. Yeah, or I don't know. Or do you walk everywhere, or do you ride in a wheelbarrow pulled by a pony? You know, Aaron, like, Aaron who eats poop out of the, <laughs> Aaron who eats poop out of the gutters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like <laughs> saddling up to Mary over there at the bar, and he's like, "May I buy you some gin?" Yeah. And then she's like, "That sounds great." Okay, so you said there were two. So who's the other one? Uh, the other one, uh, I mean, you know, there were there were times that during my readings and research of, of that I looked at Joseph Barnett, uh, Mary Kelly's boyfriend. Uh, but really, I go all the way back to the first victim. I go back to uh, the man named Charles Cross. Okay. Oh, the one who uh, found her, right? Yeah. 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 He he was the first person to find her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the first person that was located near a body. Um, but during his during the police investigating him, they realized that he lied. And they caught him up on a couple lies. He lied about his name. He lied about his address. Uh, hmm. uh, and, 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 he, hmm. and his route that he delivered was very similar to the route of the, or the path at the bot- that, the, that these women died. Huh. Well, see, why would so, he lie? I mean, I think it's him just from that. Why would he, why well, would he lie? I, I, he and we'll never to hide. And we'll never know. Uh, we will you know, know someday because they're going to figure this out. <laughs> uh, they should have been able to already with DNA stuff, and I'm disappointed that they haven't. Well, there. Uh, I mean, there were other there were other suspects, though, right, Jack? Oh yeah, there were hundreds of hundreds of suspects. Uh, probably the most interesting one is the is the royal conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, and and to oh, me yeah, that that one's a very interesting uh, subject, especially with what we know now about the royal family. You know, and like they're not perverts. How they cover for <laughs> they like people like Prince Andrew. Yeah, and this, stuff like they're that. not perverts. No, they not at all. Are 
perfect. No, mm-hmm. they have plenty of bonnets. They probably were. <laughs> yeah. They have golden they have bonnets. Bonnets with yeah. heads in them. That's how she goes. That's how the queen goes to sleep at night. Bring me the headless bonnet, lady. They have a man who just holds a bar of soap and stands in the corner. <laughs> no one else shall have this soap. <laughs> it's this the royal the soap. Royal it soap. has my stamp on it. Um, there are also theories I know that connect this to the Freemasons. Yes, and, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the royal conspiracy. Uh-huh. To some, you know. To some aspect. Well, um, for those, perverts. for those, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for those, uh, <laughs> for those who, uh, for those who know, and again, I'm not perverts. pointing anything out. I'm just saying that the types of deaths that these ladies uh, had is very similar to some of the things that is involved in Freemasonry. Uh, it is. It I, is. I won't uh, go into detail. If anybody's out there, they can figure that one out. Um, and the graffiti actually ties back into Freemasonry. So that's correct. And the fact that they're wearing bloody apron uh, ties back into Freemasonry. So weird. And, wow. And the fact that uh, several of the as far as the police goes and what have you uh, were alleged Freemasons as well. Correct. And by the way, I just want to point out that Jack and I are not in any way whatsoever telling you that the Freemasons did this. We do not believe that. That is not our beliefs. <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, all. we we are very upset by the fact that these nice young men are getting blamed for any of that. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> we, will, we will take that to our graves. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> with that being with that being said, yes, there are I mean they, this is just it goes back to the this case has just got some of everything. I mean royal yeah. intrigue, uh, you know. I think he was going to explain that more than we Yeah, I'm sorry. Went on to the Masonic oh, yeah. I apologize. Okay. I apologize. Right. I didn't mean how dare you. I just want to know. Yeah. I just want to yeah. know more about it. No, no, it's fine. Um so uh, going back to the royal conspiracy, it it has to do with uh, Queen Victoria's grandson, Sir Albert Victor. He's the Duke of Clarence, uh, and he was also the second or third in line for the for the crown. I was oh, really God. hoping you were going to say Sir Albert Fish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, 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 not. Where did that guy come from? Bring that to. There's us. another letter that's like I cut off no, the no, lady no, of the no, night's no, no, no. nice juicy rump. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, Albert, you crazy man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He's a wildcat. Prince Prince Albert Victor was a um, was uh, considered, I guess, a playboy of, of London. Uh, he was always uh, into some mischievous things, and there are claims that he spent a whole lot of time in Whitechapel, especially with the ladies of the night. Uh, and that just during- makes you wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why, when you have all that money and you abilities, got, and and, and you got, you're going to be out there in 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 the poop gutter with Aaron eating Elvis, yes. and you're going to be yes. like, here, here, madam, here's here's a farthing. If the guy uh, can is, you lean against that rope further, if and the then guy <laughs> is Jack the Ripper, and then. <laughs> If the guy no, is listen, Jack the listen, Ripper, listen, and they're having a fight in the bar over soap. This man is second in line to the throne of England. Yeah, well, I mean, 
the empire at the time okay did 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 the person who got killed after the bar fight did she win or lose that fight uh there's i mean she she got got claims to go yeah there's claims that go that it went either way so (laughs) nothing definite on that did she leave with the soap jack the river took soap they think that he he killed somebody that he killed the women or he contracted syphilis oh as one does Really? Yeah, I don't know what expected. He, he, and, he, and, oh, Albert. And not, yeah, and not it, only did okay. he syphilis, he supposedly had an illegitimate child with one of the prostitutes. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um. So, so with that being said, <laughs> you know that kind of that totally messes up that you know who's heir to the throne with an illegitimate child running around. As we uh, know from Game of Thrones, basically. <laughs> and so Robert Baratheon. <laughs> Dark of no, hair. No, no one told me there were dragons involved in this. I'm even more into it now. <laughs> oh lord. Um, incest. So they think that he killed the, the one that he got pregnant, and then continued to kill other people just to cover it up, or he had his people killed. Oh, I like well, that. Oh, I like that even more. It, it was essentially Queen Victoria's people, uh, like I said, because you you don't want to mess up the royal family, so. Queen Victoria, it's alleged that Queen Victoria had hired, had ordered basically the uh, royal physician named Sir William Gull to take out all these prostitutes and try to eliminate any threat to the to the crown. Of this is the greatest so, thing I've ever which heard. Which would be removing the uterus. Mm-hmm. And which a, I guess if you kill them, yeah. it's a done deal anyway. But so and then you get bored and you're trying to like brush up on your anatomy skills because books aren't really that great of a thing and you're just like you know what we're gonna do a video section here under the torchlight why not make it a learning (laughs) one never stops learning so So you're telling me so you're telling me uh like like a great great grandmother like great 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 granddaughter <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me <laughs> i'm under that's the impression that they're all the same person and they've just lived a long that's time that's what i think too i imagine her like it was definitely it looked just like her i know it did yep. <laughs> they're lizard people now let me ask you all a question so when you think of jack the ripper what do you think he looks like well, hmm. I think of, of a of a man of about six foot at least, with a top hat, mutton chops, a black cape, and a tuxedo. I know that's stupid, that's but that's what I think of. Yeah, that's what I think of. Probably because of the costume. And yeah, well, and the time period portrayed. Yeah. Well, I look at it from. From the oh. other side, I think that it would have to be someone that would fit into the area. We're talking about a man that could go in, do some killing, and get away and never be seen. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah, he wouldn't be in there in the big finery <laughs> running around. Right. It, it would have to be somebody that looks like they live in Whitechapel. Okay. This is weird, but I'm going to bring it up. Okay. Have you ever watched a movie called Amazon Women on the Moon? <laughs> no, oh, no. Listen, no, I'm not. Where are you I'm going? Not, okay, I know. I know. It's kind of like. Have you ever watched a Kentucky Fried movie or any yeah. of those movies? Okay, so it's 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 exactly like that. And there is a an episode. There there is a, a, a part of it called BS or Not, and it's kind of like a unsolved mysteries. You know, kind of that thing. And they talk about Jack the Ripper, and um, 
their version of Jack the Ripper is a is the Loch Ness monster dressed up like um <laughs> like, like Dirty was talking yes, yes. and like <laughs> the Deerstalker and hat. they're like no one knew that the Loch Ness monster lived a double life and it's the Loch Ness monster like going through the streets of Whitechapel. <laughs> Like, oh wow! My, so in my head, <laughs> Jack, Jack the Ripper is a Loch Ness monster. Is he walking dressed, up to the women yes. of the night, going, "It'll be tree fitting, tree fitting," and then running no, but Honestly, no. Like I, I think, um, I think that uh, Gertie has it spot on with how I picture him. You know what I'm saying? And I, but I think you're right. I, I think that if if somebody oh, is right dressed up, sure. if yeah. somebody's dressed up like that, they're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Uh, it, it would have to be somebody who could uh, get in there, kill somebody, and then blend right back in to the environment to get away. Like a woman. Like a woman. Hey. Uh, that's, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. That tracks. Well, I mean, he could have uh, had a woman, I, think, I guess, maybe in, at the bars and be like, you know, maybe it was hey, like would you like a drink? We, you go, know? we go back to that team theory. The Ken yeah. and Barbie team. <gasps> Paul and Carla Hamolka. Yeah. Maybe it was like one of those deals. Like they both were in it together and they loved it and it was their thing that brought them together. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I mean, that couldn't happen. Well, you know, who would have thought, who would have thought hundreds or over a hundred years later, you would have two married couples talking about the cases on, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And one of them believes it was the Loch Ness Monster dressed like, you know. Like, at least one. Yeah, at least one. Maybe two. I don't know what Jill thinks, but. Um, yeah, but, yeah, look up that movie, Amazon. Just, just for that set. I think you can watch it on YouTube. It's really good. I'll have to check that uh, out. But. Yeah, thank guys. Listen, we want to thank you all for coming on and, and sharing this with us. And. I, you know, like I said, this is this is the case. This is the granddaddy. This is uh, this is everything that gets it started right here. I think. Um, I think if there was no Jack the Ripper case, uh, you wouldn't. There wouldn't be a, a true crime um, obsession like there is today. I agree. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, yep. but uh, and and listen, I've I've got a job for you. Okay. Okay. Now, I know. I know. Okay. I know. Great. But I think he'll. I think Jack and Jill will enjoy this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've loved what you've done with Jack with Jack the Ripper. I think this is great. But one of the things that I'm severely interested in, and you all may not be interested in it, but I think if you all will look into this case, you all might like this one just as much. You need to read a book by Maury Terry called the ultimate evil have you heard of it i have not okay i'm gonna send it to you it's all about david berkowitz and the son of sam but but it's it's about how berkowitz did not act alone and this guy this guy lived near berkowitz in yonkers and he was an investigative journalist um he has done some research that just if you read this book it will blow your mind. I mean, like, I went in believing it was only Berkowitz to thinking now that there was possibly, like, tons of people. Like, and, and as much as Jack the Ripper is connected to all these things, like, this one connects uh, Charles Manson, um, Anton LaVey. Oh, um, ooh, uh, ooh. Yeah, like, um, John the Wayne Process Gacy. Church. John Wayne Gacy. um 
like all of these different people and it, it and like normally you would think oh it's sensationalized you know this guy doesn't lay out uh doesn't you know he, he this is just him guessing he backs up everything with like solid proof and it's just amazing but uh i'll send you a copy of the book yeah and, send uh, that our way and uh, like i'm telling you guys it 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 blew my mind um but it's it's an amazing book and i, I would really love to hear your all's opinion on that we'll we'll schedule that for uh, sometime in january or february if you all are interested yes yes absolutely um, yeah but it, it's really cool i think you all will enjoy it if you don't and you all decide you want to do something else i'm down for that too it doesn't matter i'm just i've just been really into this um sons of sam david berkowitz thing lately and it's <laughs> it's blown my mind um but once again from gertie from beagle who is not here uh tonight because he was helping our mother out yeah um <laughs> but from all of us we we appreciate it we thank you all and uh thank you guys so much th- oh, listen, yeah, thank you that ain't no reason to thank us you that all are awesome yeah this was uh this was the jack and jill show featuring uh, uh gertie and that <laughs> other guy um <laughs> but thank you all so much guys well you're listening to the spooky family podcast and we will be back in just a minute to wrap things up see y'all in a little bit Greetings. I've come here to chew bubblegum and kiss. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You can't say that. I want to invite everyone to tune in for our show, Here to Chew Bubblegum. We talk about UFOs, time travel, conspiracy theories, and other dimensions. Bigfoot, Loch Ness, and lots of other strange and unusual topics. So dive down the rabbit hole with us for Here to Chew Bubblegum. Don't get lost in the sauce. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Elliot from the Spooky Family Podcast, and I want to remind you that our buddy, the Paranormal Trucker, has a brand new podcast out. Yes, you can catch the Paranormal Trucker and his crew, Snowman and Large Marge, anytime on YouTube. They're going to bring you spooky tales from the road, ghost stories, updates on new tech, conspiracy theories, and everyone's open road favorite, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent ya. <laughs> hey guys, I'm looking for some jewelry, some magnets, some stickers, you know, handmade and well, vintage pieces as well. Y'all you know, know where I might be able to find those at? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Where at? On Etsy. On Etsy, you're right. And who better to go to on Etsy than our buddy Ashton Johnson's store? That's Fox and Brambles. F O X A N D B R A M B L E S. Fox and Brambles. Look it up on Etsy. You can find all kinds of cool uh, jewelry, magnets, stickers handmade by her and you can also find vintage pieces as well everything comes in a box and ready to give to somebody if you need to Ooh, a gift a gift and you know what we actually i actually got you a gift from there if you remember a long time ago bad drill little, little turtle necklace if you don't remember 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So check out Fox and Brambles. You know the holiday season's coming up, and what better way to show you love somebody than by buying them expensive jewelry? Except her stuff's not that expensive, but is that high quality. So check out Fox and Brambles at Etsy. You won't be sorry you did. I'm being a rapper. <laughs> Fox and Brambles on Fixed Etsy. Most. Check it out. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jack and Jill, like I said, do an excellent job. Excellent, excellent, excellent job. Um, Jack the Ripper, um, never, never, you know, I hadn't heard of some of that stuff. So that's pretty cool that they brought that to our attention. We can't wait to have those guys back on the show. Uh, please email us, let us know what you thought. Uh, send us some topic suggestions. We would love to hear it. Um, the Spooky Family Podcast will be going dark the rest of December. Uh, we have holiday celebrations that we have to go to. Uh, we may pop in every now and then with a little uh, five-minute uh, little show from the Ginger Ninja or the Radical Kid or some of the rest of us. Um, but our big, usual Thursday shows, this will be the last of those until that first week in January. Uh, when hopefully the entire family will be back together, uh, ready to go, ready to... Uh, churn out some more content um before i go i would be remiss without uh, reminding you one more time uh, if you do want to donate for the uh, western kentucky tornado relief fund you can do that at team wky relief fund.ky.gov team wky relief fund.ky.gov so check that out um Thank you all. Thank you all very much for listening to us. A uh, special shout-out going out to uh, Here to Chew Bubblegum, Goose and Dirty Dan over there, um, Paranormal Trucker with the Paranormal Trucker Podcast, Justin Perkins with uh, Talk Junkie and Retro uh, Cast, um, Seth over at Seth's Daily Podcast, uh, Chris Sloan with the Mountain Mysteries, um, our buddy uh, Nerds in the Mountain over there with uh, Travis Michael and Jamie, uh, Chris Epling's got some great, and I need to mention this. I forgot all about this, but, uh, if you go on Amazon and look up the, uh, title, Hammy visits the police station. Um, we had an officer who passed away in Eastern Kentucky, uh, in, in the County of Pike County, Mr. Epling from Epling illustrations has done a, uh, has, is the illustrator on a book. If you buy the book, uh, the proceeds go towards, uh, a fund, uh, for you know that officer and you can read more about that there um but check that out that's a really cool uh thing to do um we love you guys thank you all so much for listening uh you have a great holiday season and like i said we will be back in uh well in in january so and, and we cannot wait to have you all back with us this is elliot with the spooky family podcast See you later. The sun is rising. It is time for the children of the night to retire to their tombs. Excuse me, rooms. Until next week, dear listeners.